more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just in time, though, ironically, for uh, playoffs. Uh, Oilers playing the Jets uh, tomorrow night at Rogers Place. And uh, if the games are half as intense as the ones that have already started down in the States, it'll be great. Uh, they have fans down in the States, and it uh, just it makes you so jealous when you watch it. Drives so you, true. Drives you crazy. The, but, the fans definitely add to the atmosphere, without a doubt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, take it to the next level. But that's okay. Uh, the Oilers will... Uh, they'll figure it out. And uh, so we're getting ready for that with the Connor and Matt naked uh, event, which is happening. He's going to come to work naked tomorrow. And uh, Jack just gets a big smile on her face every time she thinks about it. I don't it's know so why. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny, eh? All right. Okay. Uh, if you go to our social pipes right now or our website, yeah. you can uh, see the details of what's happening and the fun little cartoon that they drew of me. You yeah. look great. I, yeah. Like, what a barrel-chested man I am. Yeah, yeah, just a strong jaw, just uh, everything that you are, they just captured <laughs> down on that uh, piece Though, of paper. The, I might have one beef. Yeah. The censored bar they use for my area <laughs> yeah. is tiny. Yeah. Speaking of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Not much there. Pretty lean. <laughs> All right. Hey, coming up in the next few moments, we're going to call Quebec uh, because we think that we got to do something to get uh, everybody in uh, Winnipeg to notice, uh, you know. We got an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been percolating for a while. Yeah, exactly. And it involves an airplane. It involves Winnipeg. And, and, and clothes on. And clothes on, by the way. This yes, time. Exactly. Anyway, we'll make that phone call next. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're getting pumped for the order game tomorrow. Uh, the playoffs begin with uh, the orders playing the Winnipeg Jets, and so uh, we thought we'd take a run, a bit of a run at Winnipeg, just because it's fun to get uh, rivalries going, Heck yeah. isn't, it? isn't it? It's been a long time since we played the Jets in the playoffs. And so uh, it was Matt's idea. Matt mm-hmm. thought we would do this uh, the skywriting thing. Yeah, I was like, you know, how could we troll Winnipeg in the most impressive way? Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't like Winnipeg. Nobody likes Winnipeg. Winnipeg sucks. Radio stations and people have bought billboards in opposition cities before. I mean, you can But that's the- like in one area of the city. I know Winnipeg isn't very big and it's got like two streets. Yeah. We but wanted still. to take the high road. Exactly, Jack. <laughs> well put. So that's exactly what we're looking to do with a skywriter. You know, those airplanes that write, like, will you marry me? Or They know. exist. Oh, yeah. It's not just in movies. Yeah. So uh, let's make a call to Aerogram out of Quebec right now and see if we can make this happen. Hello. Yes. This is Chris Sheets. I'm a radio announcer from Edmonton calling. Yes. And we're, uh, we were looking into the cost. You, you, you do skywriting, correct? The only skywriter in Canada. Commercial Skywriter. Oh, awesome. We're talking to the man, the myth, the legend right here. <laughs> Exciting. Well, uh, let me guess. You're a Montreal Canadiens fan. Well, uh, yes. Uh, also. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, we are very glad to hear that you have playoff experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we have a Thank we have a you. we have a little team here in Edmonton called the Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid, yeah. ever heard of him? Yes, yes, yes. He knows all about Connor oh, McDavid. Yeah. Who doesn't, uh, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, great yeah. records, great uh, player, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a nice uh, final. All Canadians, I haven't we haven't seen that. My gosh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the Tor- first time ever, I believe. Toronto, Montreal is going to be fun, and uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg. So what we were what we're wondering about skywriting, we were wondering. What the cost would be for a, like an Edmonton radio station to to get some skywriting in Winnipeg over their stadium, like over their arena where they play, like you know something? I was thinking something classy, like you're an oil country or something like that. <laughs> I was thinking, can you do swears? <laughs> can you do uh, swears? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, actually, with a single aircraft uh, skywriting, 
you can go up to three or four characters, depending on the complexity of the characters, uh, for them to stick in the air. As you exceed that number, by the time you do uh, the extra one, the first <laughs> one will have dissipated in the sky. You know, that, because, yeah, that just, sorry to interrupt, but that describes our radio show because by the time we finish talking, you can't remember what we said at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say three to four characters, what you're really saying is that we should keep it short. So something like, exactly, you suck. <laughs> or like, <laughs> peg sucks, like peg sucks, P-E-G-S-U-X. Yeah. <laughs> or or what about Yeah, or, or, just, or just write the uh the your uh numbers of the radio station numbers, but then they'll they'll know if it comes from oh. Manitoba or Alberta. I mean, yeah, okay. we have to Okay, we really want to focus on the suck though. <laughs> <laughs> now, cost-wise, what could we expect to pay? Um, you know, to do that, I have to bring the aircraft to Winnipeg. I'd have to, you know, get on my calculations and uh figure it all out uh and then determine uh, what I do when you do a choreography, I call it, because once I'm up there, if I can't, if I make a mistake, everybody's going to see it. Yes. So I'm going to yeah. practice my routine <laughs> so that uh, it'll be nice and, uh, you know, fluent once I go and fly it. Ideally in a blue sky, so uh, you get a nice uh, white uh, vapor uh, over the blue sky. And I use white vapor because um, if I use smoke, people think it's polluent, um, right. but it is, uh, it's carbon-free, uh, it's a vaporization of a high paraffin oil into the exhaust system, so there's no combustion. So we're not nice. polluting anything, by the way. I want to specify that. That's very important. We yes, are green. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because um, the, la- the last thing we want to do is pollute Manitoba any more than it is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could use mosquito spray. I hear they can use it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah well, it, listen, it's an interesting uh, project. It does, uh, yeah, you know, you have to fly the plane there and, and, and choreograph. It doesn't sound like, our, you know, our budget of $73 is going to be enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What, what are we celebrating today, guys? What are we celebrating? Only you know. Only I know for sure. All right. A uh, very important day in in uh, this respect, National HIV Vaccine Awareness Day. So uh, okay. that was a huge game changer for sure. National Visit Your Relatives Day, which is something that's more difficult right now. Which, you know what, in some cases, might Sorry. COVID might be the best excuse ever, right? I don't know. Do a Zoom call with your in-laws. I yeah. guess. Yeah. That's a hard no. <laughs> I guess. All right. Uh, National No Dirty Dishes Day. You talk about something that drives Matt crazy is the dirty dishes that his wife uh, puts around the sink. Is that not if true? If the dishwasher is dirty, put your dishes away. I'll do the dishes if you manage the cutlery and whatnot. What is the worst part of unloading the dishwasher? Oh, without a doubt, Jack. We'll say it on three. One, two, three. Cutlery. Yeah. <laughs> Chris just dumps it in the drawer. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I, Karen's like, you know there's places, certain places for these things, right? They don't just oh, go into yeah. random spots. Drives her crazy. But anyway. And uh, finally, most importantly, I think, National Cheese Souffle Day. I don't know what that What's means. What's a cheese souffle? I was just going to ask that. Man, we're learning so much about these days. Cobbler versus pie. Yeah. It's always a food day. That's yeah. one thing that's happening. But you guys, if you guys don't know what cheese souffle is, I sure as heck It don't looks know. really good. It looks like a creme brulee, but kind of, uh, it's in like a creme brulee cup. You know what I'm saying? This looks right up Matt's alley. It is a baked egg dish. Ooh. Souffle. <laughs> Fancy. La tita. Anyway, there's your national days. And happy birthday if you're celebrating on this May 18th as well. That's true. All right. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Uh, Matt, you wanted to bring up uh, the the bees. You got a real mm. bee in your bonnet, do you? No, no, there's something I've been noticing this spring more than other springs. Mm. The bumblebees, not your standard honeybee, your little bee that's going from flower to flower. Or like we're wasps t- or scary We're talking ones. about the big butt orange bunny bees. You can hear them from a lot of ways away because they're huge. Their wings make a ton of noise. Mm-hmm. The bumblers. And they like hit your window and it's like clonk. Clonk, yeah. And then <laughs> off they go. <laughs> I, am I the only one that hasn't like, they're around, right? There's tons of them. Everywhere. Like, what's going on with the big butt bumblebee? Chris, what? have you seen them? Have you been outside? I've been outside, Matt. <laughs> I can I can say I've been outside. I don't recall seeing a big bu- butt bumblebee. I've seen more butterflies this year than normal. I don't know. Maybe it's a sign. Chris only looks at the beauty of the butterfly. Yeah, the bumblebees is not. I don't mind the bumblers. Like we know, I hate wasps. I hope that they all die. Yeah. But these guys, I don't mind. They don't really bother you. Yeah. Well, they they gotta they gotta choose uh, if, if they sting you. Supposedly, right? Isn't the story that if they sting you, they're done? They die. Well, right. this could be the honeybee. The bumblebee is a completely different subspecies, right? Mm, maybe so I have questions. Like, is is the is it the queens that we're looking? flying around because it could be finding nests somebody asked cheerios i don't know because <laughs> <laughs> of course they'll know because they make quaker mates makes oats Ask cheerios. but i'm glad that i'm not the only one who hasn't has seen the bumblebee jack yeah they are they're everywhere <laughs> everywhere and i think there's one that has taken up residence in my house or I, near my house i am scared that we have a nest somewhere that's actually what i was thinking because we were seeing so many bumblebees <laughs> usually do underground nests oh. i've done a little bit of digging into the bumblebee <laughs> So be what careful. Gives, bumblers? Yeah. <laughs> if you're a bee nerd, give us a call. Yeah, we need to know. All right. I don't know. Because Cheerios is not going to give us the answer. <laughs> I <I'm> guess not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, hi. You're talking about bumblebees. Yes. So at the, when I was at the lake this weekend, we saw one that was almost an inch long. He was the biggest sucker I've ever seen. The bumblebees are everywhere. I know, and they're they're the best pollinators because they're so big and they have such big vibration that they just vibrate all the pollen off the flowers, and so they're they're good. Okay. So don't don't kill a bumblebee. If you all don't right. Have to. Don't don't bring okay. don't bring your cell phone near one. No. Why? No. Because I don't aren't know. the phones killing the bees? <laughs> all right, Chris, <laughs> you got to get off your YouTube conspiracy <laughs> videos. <laughs> oh my I think- god. I think they are. No, and 5G kills bees. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What's with the bumblebees? That is the question. Why are there so many this year? Lots of people texting in that they thought it was just them, but no, the bumblebees are absolutely crazy this year. This text says, I am also finding there's way more this year in my backyard than other years, and they seem to be bigger. Someone did say that they caught one on their doorbell outdoor camera. Thought it was a hummingbird. Huge bumbler. Wow. Now, I did a little research into why. And apparently, the British Beekeepers Association says the big notable bees that you are seeing right now are the actual bumblebee queens. And they have emerged from hibernation. That's what I'm saying. I thought they were queens. Like, you are surrounded by queens. Yeah, it's queens. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell, huh? Bumblers. I I watched a video not too long ago. I got sucked in a YouTube rabbit hole of a guy who is a beekeeper. Right. And he removes bees from people's houses. He removed a bumblebee nest. Mm -hmm. And he got stung a bunch of times. He said, I got stung about four or five times. I was sick for three days. Like, these things pack way more of a punch than a honeybee. 
There is that. I don't know if it's honeybees or I think it is honeybees, but it's on TikTok. There's this lady bee remover and she has such a following. And as a person that's terrified of bees, I watch this. She is goals. Never watches, wears any protective equipment. No. And she's an absolute dime piece. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Yeah, she's really pretty. Well, that's why she's on TikTok. It makes sense. All right. Uh, Mark, what about you? I agree with Matt about the bumblebees. Yes. Boy, they're biggies, I tell you. They're everywhere. They are, yeah. But, it, like, this is more than other years, right? I think so. I think so. But I have not seen the butterflies, Chris. You haven't? No. No, I've seen quite a few butterflies. I don't know. He probably I've... sees moths, because butterflies take a little while, don't they? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I think I've seen a couple, but not a lot of them so far, anyway. Okay. Maybe you know, we have the bees and you have the butterflies. I guess. If only we knew a couple of bug doctors. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, wait. My in-laws are both bug doctors. Yeah, why wouldn't you ask them? Did what? they tell you to buzz <laughs> off? <laughs> Sick pun. So friends of ours that uh, shall not be named were telling me that they have an issue with their neighbor, their next-door neighbor, and the fires that they've been burning in their yard, and the, of course, fire pit. Would this be your actual neighbors talking about you? <laughs> N- no. That you know of. That I know of. But it is it is somebody that I know that's complaining about their neighbors. It's in the city, in a city. I'm not going to say it's a city. <laughs> You're leaving it real <laughs> vague. <laughs> On it, the planet Earth, it might I know be, some people. It might be a St. Albert thing, okay? <laughs> okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter where it is, but I think that the Classic people can entitled St. Albert. Yeah, they're complaining that the, uh, the, the smoke, these people every day are burning a fire in their pit, and it's just the way the wind is directing. It's wafting straight into their house every day, and it's <sighs> driving them crazy, and they don't know what to do. Close their windows. Yeah. I, that's all you can do, really. I mean, you're in the city. What do you expect? We're all so close together. Yeah. Until it happens to you. I know. Does this happen to you? Uh, No, it's usually my own fire that I'm mad at. <laughs> <laughs> it's your own fire going into Jack's your house. Jack's windows are always closed and the AC <laughs> is ripping. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Kids got sweaters on when it's plus 30. <laughs> I, I can understand the frustration, though, because smoke is hard to get out of clothes, out of hair, yes. everything. Yeah, exactly. I'm but, living this. Yeah. My neighbors are across the alley. Yeah. We can see their fence, can see their house, can see their yard. They burn less than ideal wood. Yes. Some woods were not created equal. Yes. And they're always burning stuff back there. Yes. But guess what? It's none of my business. Really? Yeah. I'm of the mind, like I always say, every time we talk about neighbors, being enemies with your neighbors is a nightmare. Yeah. So, hey, you want to throw your trash on there? Burn a tire or two? Give her. I don't want to be your enemy. I want to be your friend. I'm just so shocked to hear you saying those words. <laughs> I, I, I am weird. Fill your boots. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. But yeah. And that gives me carte blanche to do whatever I want to, right? If I want to b- burn some old gnarly wood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, acreage is uh, you get away with a little more for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I t- <laughs> Chris starts all his fires with gasoline. I won't tell you what I burned in my fire recently. Uh, you, no, now you have I'm kind of curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, but at the end of the day. <laughs> He's not telling us. It was plastic. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, I was what, thinking way darker. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? How, how body? You, <laughs> body. <laughs> the no. only thing you can do is it's tattle. Just, is tattle? Really? Yeah. And can you get a ticket for too much smoke? <laughs> 
don't think so. I've tried. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there is a, a like a non-emergency line for my neighbor has too smoky of fires. If it's a nuisance to the neighborhood, I think you have a, a shot, but still. Okay, well, the texts are rolling in. We'll get to that in a moment. Confrontation corner this morning. Your neighbor is burning a lot, and it's going straight into your house. What do you do? Confrontation corner. Yeah, fires. Sometimes one neighbor can have a fire, and the other neighbor's not too thrilled because it's blowing right into their house, into their windows. And so what can you do about that? We're getting a lot of texts at 103.939, Jack. Yeah, angry texts. This is in all caps. Sounds like you have... One grumpy neighbor. Everything is shut down. If we can't have a fire, what else can we do? Mm-hmm. I've watched Friends 58 times. Just let me have a fire. Right. This text says, you got to get over it. You live in the city. If you want peace and quiet and not be around people living their lives, then get an acreage. Okay. Uh, we do have one person said, I have a neighbor like that. Check the city bylaws. What can and can't be? Burn the height of the flame. Ex- excessive smoke. It's not meeting bylaw. Call 311. If it affects your health, I get it. You know, like, if you're going to be a stickler, sure. Right. All right. Paul, what about you? Okay. The only option you have, the only realistic option that you have is to go talk to them and say, hey, look, this is what's happening. Do you mind? If you start, like, a neighbor war and start calling bylaw on them, 90% of the time you're just going to end up instigating more fires. They're yeah, going to be like, no, yeah. I'll, I'll do what I want on my property. You're going to get the my property defense, and yeah. as soon as somebody goes to the my property defense, <laughs> yes. it's going to it's gonna escalate. Okay. You just have to go talk to them and say, hey, look, this is what's going on. It's it's blowing in my house. Do you mind? And that's all That's all well and good, but even a do you mind can be get off my porch real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which only backs up my point about escalating it through calling bylaw, right? As soon right, as, yeah, right. right. It's a tough one, but you yeah. can just ask them and say, hey, or invite them over during a fire and be like, hey, look, this is what's going on. Yeah, you know, roll yeah. reverse. Empathy doesn't exist for everybody, but if you catch the right neighbor, they might get it. <laughs> they might get it. Sounds like Paul has too many fires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. But who else are you talking to? Talking to me? I'm gonna bite you. What did you just say? You would Corner. Yeah, talking about one neighbor having an issue with the other neighbor having a fire day after day after day and the smoke blowing right into their house. I mean, it's just kind of, that's bad luck when it comes to that. And there are people saying, hey, there's a fire ban on right now, but technically it's not a fire ban for fire pits. Fire pits. Yes. Yeah, fire pits in your backyard are just fine. However, open burning and fireworks, there is restrictions on. Not okay. allowed to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, that the person who said that is like, I thought I couldn't use my fire pit. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. You're allowed. Deneen, go have a fire. (laughs) (laughs) Go have a fire is the snow. And do it today because tomorrow you're not going to want one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yes, Don, what about you? We had the fire department called on us. Yeah. Because apparently it was too smoky and our neighbors called it, I guess. Okay. So they showed up on Thanksgiving Sunday in 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I wasn't home when it happened. I was I uh, walking to the liquor store as a responsible person who was drinking. Yes. <laughs> and needed more. So. I left my fire unattended while I went to get another 24 pack. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I wish it was Wednesday. Uh, just, just 
Cannot wait for the uh, playoffs to begin. Uh, the uh, North Division, of course, will be playing the Winnipeg Jets in the first round of the playoffs. It's one step at a time, but uh, uh, let's hope that something uh, really special happens. We've got some special players, so who knows? I mean, the most special player there's ever lived. Yeah. Who's that? Come on. Gretzky. Jesus. <laughs> Connor McDavid. I'm getting naked for him tomorrow. I know you are. Connor McNaked. Yes, that's a, uh, yeah, Matt's getting naked. And then every goal that uh, uh, Connor scores, he gets to put on a piece of clothing. So who knows? Let's just hope he scores lots of goals. My luck, he's going to have six assists on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Your luck? What about our luck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, just so many great memories of, of, of Oiler playoffs of the past. It's hard to believe it's been 15 years since the big run in 06 when they were wow. one game away, a couple of goals away from winning the Stanley Cup against the Carolina Hurricanes. You guys were like 20 at that time, right? Like you, that was just, that would have been your very first experience. Yes, Jack. That was, it was my very first TV job and I was also side bartending and serving. And I remember <laughs> I had gone to visit my parents here in Edmonton yeah. and I bought an oiler shirt for like 10 bucks yeah and i wore it down there while i was bartending yeah. and some girl offered me a hundred dollars for my shirt i was <laughs> really? like yeah you can have it oh. i had <laughs> a tank top during that playoff run <laughs> i was what yeah 20 21 whatever it was yeah i had a job where i blew off every game day yeah and, we, and me and my buddies would get together and we would hammer beers yeah <laughs> and celebrate every win I've never been so sad when they lost Game Seven, though. Right. That was a hard one. Well, I was there. I was in Carolina what? when it happened. Oh, here it of is. Of course, you I were. was there. <laughs> I was in Carolina. There's yeah, so many stories about us throwing beef and things like that. But I, I, I would just like to say that uh, that final game, uh, Game Seven, uh, when I was broadcasting before the game and I'll never forget this for as long as I live I was uh, doing the show from the, the the broadcast center at the arena in Carolina which by the way Raleigh North Carolina one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life it's it's unbelievable there stop talking up the city that took the cup from us <laughs> but I remember that uh, as I was broadcasting doing the drive home show and this was prior to the game the arena is pitch dark and I can see this figure sitting at the at the Carolina hurricane bench and I'm like this is like like whatever, five, six, seven hours before the game. I'm like, who is that? And I kind of figured out who it was. It was uh, it was Rod Brindamore, the uh, co- uh, captain of the team at that time. And he was just sitting in the darkness, just staring out. Our team the or their team? Their team. No, oh, never our team. I thought, uh-oh, that's a bad sign. Because <laughs> he was just, he was getting focused. And uh, sure, it was a bad sign. There. Where was our captain? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't imagine. Uh, Sean Jason, Jason Smith. Jason Smith? Was our captain. Yeah, exactly. He's firing the boys <laughs> up. Different kind of guy. Rod Brindamore, during that whole playoff run, was on so many uppers. Yeah. <laughs> you see the picture of him when he lived with the Cubs up? His eyes are jumping out of his head. I know he's excited. But I don't know. He sounded kind of zen. They literally, <laughs> back in the day, in, in the like locker rooms, they had leaded and unleaded <laughs> pots of coffee for the guys who wanted an extra little jump <laughs> that was it eh? but uh anyway when the 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 final seconds of that game uh ticked off and i was in the stands i literally by the time the final seconds had ticked off i was out of that building i had no interest in watching the stanley cup get presented to anybody but the oilers i got in a cab i remember getting in the cab i was the only one outside of the arena oh, and, you're and so I, sad in your oiler jersey and i just got in the cab and i so you didn't even see it no way i before the cup hit the ice, Chris was tucked in in bed, <laughs> crying on his pillow, sucking my thumb. <laughs> 
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Apparently, Tim Hicks just got to his uh, COVID vaccine about an hour ago, hey? Vaccination. He sure did. He just posted on Instagram. So there you go. And he's going to be taking over the Kissin' Country Instagram page just afternoon today, right? Nice. And, and if he has a fever and a flop swap, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's <laughs> okay. got the Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Sheets You Didn't Know. Here we go. Sheets You Didn't Know uh, this morning is about bumblebees because Matt was the one that first pointed out that bumblebees are all over the place. They are. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. They're bumbling so all around. We've got a video from a listener who sent a, a bumblebee set off her door camera. Yeah. If and- you do want to see it, it's on the Kissing Country Instagram page as well as Twitter. And we did put a poll out there. Are they around more? 96% of you said, yeah. And I forgot. I said I hadn't seen any. I hadn't seen any, but I remember my wife now down in our basement saying, there's a bunch of bumblebees down here. So... In I, your basement? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. The weirdest uh, do you house. have a hive? <laughs> <laughs> there might be something going on there. Ooh. But anyway, she, she didn't know about bumblebees. You guys well, that re- honey he puts on his body. Are you guys ready? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't put it on my body. I put it in my tummy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 50 species of bumblebees in North America. 5-0. That's Ooh, impressive. Uh, they're similar to honeybees in several aspects. They both have queens. Workers, which are females, and drone males that live in the hives. However, bumblebees only survive during warm seasons, so I don't know what they're going to do tomorrow when it Uh-oh. snows. Only the queen will hibernate to start a new colony next spring. Apparently, they live about 28 days in total um, on average. And uh, some other fun facts about them. They're important pollinators. Sure. You knew that, right? Uh, they collect pollen in baskets uh, behind their hind legs, and their body and tongue is uh, determines which flowers they will visit. So, they, you know, depending on the size of their tongue, that's the different kind of flowers that they'll visit. They have favorites. Yeah, exactly, depending on their tongues. And uh, they have two stomachs. I didn't know okay. this. They do. One stomach for eating and the other for storing nectar collected from flowers or water they can carry back to the hive. And finally, freaky, but bees have five eyes. Neat. Bumblebees. Wow. Which side has three? Which side has two? <laughs> oh, well, how about two on the side, one on the center? Oh, smart. <laughs> it's not like four and one. Yeah. No, you could tell because they're always flying like kind of sideways. Oh, classic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.